0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Hope Ministries. I'm your podcast host, as always, Kenny, bringing you a brand new message right here from my home. And actually, I'm in my kitchen right now, in the living room right now. And I say that, why? Because a lot of people, when they think about something big, Maybe their own business, maybe a podcast, a YouTube channel, whatever it may be, they just they get scared and they get fearful because they know that it requires so much. But guys, if you were to simply just start your dream, start what you want to do right there in the comfort of your room or or in the living room or the bathroom, wherever you want to go. Just know something that if you just believe in your talent, believe in what you're passionate about, if you have a dream and you wanna see it come to reality, it's not gonna go from zero to 100 right away. You have to believe that it's a process and you have to believe that every process has a beginning point. This is your starting point. So I encourage you, download the Anchor app, download whatever it is you wanna do it on, whatever platform, if you wanna go on YouTube, go do that also, I encourage you, whatever it want, you wanna become. Go out there and go for it, and again, if you guys have heard my episodes, everyone who has been an avid listener i 've been doing them in my room i 've been doing them in the office downstairs here i 've even done some done some in the car i mean guys it 's as real as that, and I know till this point it 's been so fun to make because again, it's just joyful to be able to share the gospel and and stories and testimonies with people. So you know, I just wanted to start off this episode that way because I feel like a lot of listeners out there are believing they can't do it, that they listen to podcasts and they wanna do a podcast, but hey, Ken, it's just not my thing. It is your thing, and I just believe it and declare it in Jesus' name that you can do it also. So guys, September is done. It's amazing how fast this wedding came up. Um, we are officially, well, starting tomorrow, not today, in the, the month of October. But I wanted to close out the month of September. This topic, the title of this podcast episode is called September Served Up. um As you guys know, if you do listen to the episodes, my last episode was the beginning of the month. Sorry so much, guys, for this month. I wanted to do three, but hey, things happen. Um, we had to do a lot of stuff for the wedding, ministry stuff, family stuff. So, here I am making my second recording uh, on September 30th. And, um, you know, it's been quite a month because we did a whole series called Serve September or Servember, whichever kind of, you know, I guess sounds better. But we emphasize so many mighty things, so many amazing things, so many, I guess, new things for people because I feel like serving is not really something that we just want to do it's more like okay i gotta do chores in my house i gotta go to church and serve there i gotta go to work and do you know be a slave there whatever it is but like who actually wakes up and says like you know what i want to serve humanity i want to be someone who helps somebody else get to their goal you know and i wanted to emphasize that whole thing this month but before i do get into that there are some updates as you heard before in the beginning of this episode we are officially 25 days away from the wedding yes that is true it's almost crazy crazy to believe but guys keep praying for us um you know it's been such a blessing to be able to hop on this podcast almost as a refreshment to just release i guess i I don't want to call it anxiety or worries i'm not really an anxious person it's just that i just you gotta release the stress so to speak like you know what like just get off my body and Hopefully my listeners can just, you know, uh, alleviate me a little bit. But, you know, we just wrapped up a 21-day fast for our church, and that was absolutely amazing. Um, It was, you know, there were some breakthroughs there that I I was definitely seeking, but there was a lot of things also that I do want to complete. So um, this upcoming month in October, I will be entering a prayer month with God. Each and every day, I'll be praying for a specific thing for the 25 days that we have until the wedding and it's just putting put in my heart you know i just sometimes sometimes i feel like you know yes i fasted yes i prayed but you know did i do it like with a contrite and humble heart i mean guys fasting is not just dieting it's not just reframing from food this fast that we just did we had to refrain from sugars and meat, and that it was—it was very hard. But you know, you don't just refrain from those things because you have to do it. You're not just abstinent because you're forced to do it. You replace it with something. You put something in its place and in this case for the most part it's prayer or it's worship or eating healthy or reading the word or evangelizing or receiving or devotionals whatever it is um i know that i did what i i guess i didn't really reach that peak of how i wanted to do it so you know i said god i want to do this on -on one-on-one because that was with the church now i want to do this for you and i want to prepare the atmosphere for what is to come So I do believe, however, that that day God is going to move in a mighty fashion. I do not demand God. God is the one that leads me. But I'm just saying right now, Lord, please bring heaven down. Let something beautiful take place that day because, you know, um, it's for you and your glory. Uh, another update actually there are some new countries that have joined i'm sorry guys i haven't gotten the full analytics yet so i'm waiting on that but i did see that some new countries have joined the podcast listen i welcome you all from wherever you are whether any of the the continents right now i mean again the cities the new towns i'm seeing every single time on the new analytics that spotify has been giving to us so again just super thankful super grateful for what anchor has done the platform that's been able to reach thousands of people across the globe and one more pretty cool and i guess you could say big update was this past saturday because i'm getting married next month obviously i had my bachelor party now when you hear that that phrase i guess so to speak you think like okay ken went to vegas they got strippers they drank and you know something happened some you know crazy event happened but you know god put something in my heart if you don't really know me well um if it's your first time listening guys i used to be very very heavily bound to drinking to sports gambling to fornication so whatever you want to call it you know i was just in it i loved everything the world has to offer and When I was thinking about my bachelor party, I was thinking, God, how can I do this in a way where it's not so much like religious, I'm not going to go to church with a sackcloth and pray for seven hours straight. Not that I'm saying you can't do that, but I wanted to make it something that was going to be unique. Something fun and something that I would be passionate about. You know, at one point in my life, I was passionate about you know those things. I was passionate about you know going out and being liked and partying and and, and listening to music that I like. But I'm oh like, God, you know, I like, I love certain things now that I once didn't like or love. So, how do I go about this? So I, I contacted my brother, my best man. I said, Bry, I want to do something unique. I want to have a bachelor party soccer game, where I. Get together 22 of my, my close friends and and family and we go on the field we split up the teams we get jerseys and we play a game of 40 you know 45 minute halves our dad will be the ref we'll do a whole thing honestly i just want to take this very moment right now to say thank you to my brother, Brian. He did an amazing job. um, Just putting the jerseys together, getting everyone together, the money, the payment, we went out to eat after. But guys, let me tell you how amazing this story really is. And I hope that who's listening right now, if you're getting married soon, or you plan on getting married, you take this as a, as a tidbit of advice. When we got to the field, everyone got their jerseys. We took some team photos. We did the whole nine yards. The other team got in a huddle and we got all rowdy. We were more conservative and prepared and mentally focused. You know, we're stretching, taking our free kicks. But what made it so crazy was it was such a scripted masterpiece of god i mean we get there first of all beautiful weather we're talking about 72 73 degrees no no clouds in the sky the field my brother got the permit the insurance the field was ours a full soccer field and we get there and after the first half we're winning two to one the other team the white team came back tied at 2-2 we had to go to extra time so we decided That extra time would be 10 minutes of sudden death soccer. No, not two 10 minute halves, but it's also called the golden ball. And what ends up happening was we flip flip a coin to see who gets what side of the field. I won the coin toss versus the other captain, Brian. And we get on the field. And again, just as poetic as God can be, we get on the field, maybe like five minutes into the half, um, we're running up, we're sprinting down the field, my cousin Matthew and I, he's able to get a steal to just kind of have the ball squirm from a little pile of guys that were there. And it was like right there. Like the goalie was distracted because he was in that pile. He comes running out and it was a foot race to the ball. I get it there, I kick it into the net. The photographer shows up right on time. I take off my shirt, I celebrate. And it was just such an amazing moment that like I'm just so thankful of how it went because honestly for my brother it was nerve-wracking you know usually when you're the best man or maid of honor you can control the atmosphere we're going here we're paying this they're coming and that's all like my brother can't control the game unless he paid off the other team he can't control the game he can't control the weather he just can't control certain variables and factors and just the fact that God swooped in and did it all just so masterfully Um, Again, I encourage you guys to go out there and do something you love. Don't do what culture says. Don't say, you know what, fine, I don't really drink, but I'll go to a bar. I don't really like to party, but I'll go to Vegas or Miami. I'll go to some place. Do something that you love to do. Be unique about it. Maybe you set a new standard. Maybe this creates a whole wave. And I'm not just trying to gear towards Christians. Guys, if you don't have to be a Christian to not have to drink for your bachelor party, or any kind of celebration for that matter. You know, in our wedding, we're not having alcohol. Why? Because we don't need it. We're going to have singers from different parts of the world. We're going to worship God. We're going to have my family come together. And that's the beauty about it. You don't have to do what the culture is asking and demanding of you. You can come up with something unique and go out and do it. So, I encourage you guys, uh, it doesn't have to be only male and uh, men, uh, you're a woman, you want a bash sweat party, go do something you love to do. And it doesn't have to be, oh, i get my nails done, a facial or a massage, go do something, go skydive if you want to skydive. Go organize something that's going to be coming together, a paint night. I, I don't want to get too boring with this. I'm just saying you don't have to involve the drugs and the sex and the partying. You can do something that really is passionate, you're passionate about. And then you would, at the end of that night, be, you know what, this was such a fun time. So I emphasize that, but again, shout out to all my brothers out there, my friends, my family who showed up. You guys are amazing, the jerseys look fantastic. Uh, sorry, Eddie, your jersey came in youth size XL, not regular XL, but my cousin Michelle will reap the benefits of that. So let's kind of move on i don't want them i'm seeing that we're kind of dragging here in the episode forgive me for that i do want to say one thing also guys there was a, a mighty worship song that really moved me this month that just helped me just go through this fast and it's called nothing else by edward rivera from the group bethel tremendous song go check it out whenever you have a chance uh all platforms youtube if you have to great song it's just a really pure and simple worship song that really grabs the essence of why we do this in the first place, right? Um, So again, let's get right back into the topic. I was, you know, talking about a lot of stuff and updates, but um, Serve September. This was an amazing month for us. I do believe, and I say this from the bottom of my heart, that it was probably the most unique and different series of all the series of this month, of this year. And why? Because it was... A lot more interactive and it was different and it kind of challenged the people that were there every single day uh, what do i mean by that well the first time they came we had a teaching simple teaching and the second class was we had to go all come together and clean the church. We bought mops, we bought brooms, we bought everything, sprays, gloves, you name it, we got it. And they all those young guys and, and girls came together and they cleaned the bathrooms, they cleaned the sanctuary, they cleaned the kitchen. Um, everything was was done very well and we just kind of emphasize that you know these kind of things aren't liked and no one wants to embrace these jobs but in order to associate with jesus we need to be associating with low positions so that was something that was taught very well and um yeah they they passed with flying colors but that wasn't the highlight of the series the next week
1: uh, my
0: brain trust and i we came together and we decided to do something that I've never done before um, in, my 20, in my 30 years of existence and also my four years in the gospel we did the the washing of the feet if you guys don't know what that is in john 13 jesus washes the disciples feet and really just puts an exclamation point behind the fact that i am here to serve i am here to give my life as a bridge to lead that leads to the 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 father's heart and the love of the father and he tells his, his his men his his guys his friends his disciples Hey, you wanna you wanna be like me? And you saw what I did. Now go do what I did for the rest of the world, so they can see whom you come from. And to me, um, again, it was just amazing because you know, washing their feet. You know, it's one thing to think it and to like read about it. It's a whole different thing to actually do it. And it was amazing because two of the youth they came and they washed Laura and I's feet because my fiance and I were washing the feet. Uh, Of everyone else, and we let them come on their time. They came up, we didn't force anyone. We were simply sitting there with hand towels, with basins full of water, and ready to wash their feet. And it was unique. I am not big on feet, I don't wash people's feet. I'm not, that's not something that I like to do. Um, But for me, it was so humbling to a whole different level and I thank God for giving me just the love and the grace and the peace to do such an amazing thing so if you're not sure what that is go read John 13. It's an amazing teaching by Jesus I mean all of his teachings are amazing but it really is something that really just puts servant a servant heart into perspective and since we were fasting through the whole month too um, it was a great way to kind of detox the body You know we didn't have any sugars or meat so we were eating vegetables and fruit and smoothies and 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 almonds and and whatever you know brown rice was in there too but it just helped us kind of put in perspective that not only is god interested in the spiritual but he gave us these bodies which actually paul calls us these these treasures in these jars of clay And you know, he wants us to be stewards. Why? Because we also happen to be the temple of the Holy Spirit. So it's just so much wrapped in one uh, when you fast, you get to diet also, but you also get to give on, uh, give your spirit the energy and the empowerment that it truly needs to connect with God. Well, we ended uh, the series last week. And uh, it was basically wrapped up on we serve man, we serve the church, we serve this, but how do we serve God? And it was great, it was amazing because you know I-, I gave this teaching, I loved the teaching, it was really inspirational for me and a lot of the students that were there. But God again is just the greatest poet of all time. And after the class, I went to 7-Eleven to buy some food, uh, well, A.K.A. Uh, Gatorade Zero and-, and almonds because it's all we can get. And popcorn, actually, we actually had were able to have popcorn without sugar or butter or anything, any of that stuff. But we get to 7-Eleven, and there was a unnamed. there was a man named Robert there who uh, struggled a lot in his life. He told he told us that he had a rough childhood. He had a cane. He had so many seizures that his right leg was just basically it barely could put any strength on it. He had some bulging discs in his back. Um, the guy could barely stand upright. And it's funny, it was not funny, it's amazing actually that I asked him if I can buy him anything. And he said, nope, the only thing that I want is cigarettes. And if you think about that out loud, the guy didn't want any kind of supplement, not something that's nutritious, nothing that's gonna be uh, soothing or refreshing. He wanted nicotine. He He was firmly believing that nicotine was his only source of any kind of joy. Now who am I? I mean I'm sitting there with Jesus Christ in my life, now the Holy Spirit as my my counselor, my best friend, and God as my father. I can cry out, "Abba Father." And I'm sitting there if I were just to give this guy money to go run after a false peace and a false truth, I would be I would be an enabler. I would be I would right there you can even argue I can convert myself into a non-believer that's the, the toughest part for christians and after preaching the whole entire month of serving i said i'm going to come i'm going to serve you I said, listen i have donuts you don't want donuts fine i have you know i have money but i want to give it to you so you can go get something to eat or something better and he refused and i prayed for him and i was saying lord just touch this man touch this man but what shocked me is that he was still believing that nicotine was greater than jesus And how many of us are turning our backs on people because they have the look, they have the aura, they have the personality that, oh, they look okay. They have money, it looks like. They have a happy face, it looks like. They seem to be joyful. Guys, you have no idea that people have created idols and are hiding behind addictions. They're hiding behind nicotine. They're hiding behind alcohol, pornography, bitterness, anger, whatever it is, we have to be the light and the salt of the earth to bring them the truth of Jesus and that's where God met me and encountered me right there says Ken you got to speak to him about the truth and I want to encourage you out there guys to go out there and speak the truth speak to them because people need to know hear your story hear about your passion all together with the Holy Spirit who empowers you to do all those things and uh so please guys do me a favor pray for robert pray at the gospel that the little seed that i planted in him would just grow to an amazing way and he would be able to receive jesus christ as a lord and savior i am actually praying to see him again to keep on watering that seed but i do want to close out this podcast episode and uh thank you guys for if you've made it this long thank you for for hanging in there and, and hearing me out but um, I am going to close this episode out with a really strange topic. And the reason why I call it strange is because I want to quickly elaborate on what's happening with Kanye West. Yes, you heard that correctly. Kanye West. When I was young, when I went to high school, Kanye West was major. He was just coming out, and I loved his albums. I loved everything that he was releasing. Um, you know, his music was just so, I guess, at that point so authentic so different his, his, he was, he was, he's a lyricist you know the guy could just bring words together and he had a tremendous story what happened to him and lock. lock he got his jaws you know locked shut and everything wired shut and he had a major accident and all these things but recently he's been starting to show some changes in his life and that are leading him actually to a fellowship with jesus christ now you hearing that out loud, it's like, wow, praise God. Let's give him praise for that because that's amazing, right? But, however, um, what's worrisome is that there I've seen believers out there who want him to pay for the penalty of his sin. No, we shouldn't be following. He's blaspheming. He's married to Kim Kardashian. He curses. He blasphemes Jesus in a song called Jesus Walks. This guy does not deserve, 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 Blah blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. You know what's amazing? Those same people don't realize that they never paid for the guilt of their sin. You know, and that's what Christianity has to start taking the next jump. and has to start going to the point where it's saying, wait a minute, I was a sinner. I was just as bad. I did so many things and Jesus paid my sin. Why can't he pay anyone else's sin? Guys, the cross was not exclusively for you. The cross was an opening for the father to have a relationship with his creation again and we are those people and if the word says all who call on to him he will not shame them nor reject them but he will receive them we have no idea what Kanye is going through yes I get it. he started off with some weird worship with everyone wearing white and no preaching I heard now preaching went there I heard now they're, they're evolving even last week he declared with chance the rapper next to him that he is no longer going to make secular music but only focus on music that pleases god aka gospel worship whatever you want to call it and that is just not satisfactory enough for so many christians i wonder why the reality is that we ha we need to start targeting darkness for what it is if this guy just came out of the midst the mist and the fog of all the darkness and the confusion why are we not praising that we should be thanking god that he took this he took his mighty hand showed compassion to a guy who most certainly yes deserved hell just like every other sinner us included at one point and he made something from him no On the other hand, instead of taking down principalities and binding strongholds and casting out demons and just manifesting the love and the power of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, we're having a civil war. Who's more righteous? Who's more godly? Who's more caring? Who serves more? Who preaches louder? Who go travels to the nations more? Isn't that incredible? Guys, God can do what he pleases with whomever. The word even says he has mercy upon who he has wants to mer- have mercy on and compassion upon whoever he wants to have compassion on. How do we know what he wants to do with Kanye? If you read the Bible and you're, t- you're listening to this and you're like, you know well, what, can I read the Bible? But I don't really agree with you right now because I feel like he's just blaspheming. What about Apostle Paul? Apostle Paul, when he was introduced into the Bible, had nothing to do with anything that was pleasing unto God. But all of a sudden he has an encounter. And after that encounter, not only does he straighten up the disciples and show them that they're not really walking firmly with Jesus, Peter, namely, and he was the one that we're talking about, and a few others who were shocked about how this man spoke, he comes into the picture and he goes to prison and he writes what we read today as direct revelation from God. He writes the books of the Bible. I mean, it's, it's amazing what God did with a guy who was murdering Christians. He asked the high priest, can you give me this letter of consent so I can go to the towns and persecute and murder Christians? They're like, yep, go for it, bro. What happened to him? Apostle Paul is praised as one of the, the, the beasts, right? One of the, the strongest ones, one of the, the powerful ones. He is the, the beacon. He is the one you got to imitate, right? For my believers out there, why is Kanye? Why does he not get the same grace that we got, or mercy? Why not? Why? Because we love to judge sin on the external. David, about the life of David, I mean, if we read that story. Samuel was just so locked in that God wanted something physical. He says, Samuel how you guys go on the exterior and the external stuff, I go about the internal and the interior stuff. I see the heart. I don't see what they wear. I don't see the piercings. That stuff's going to fade away. I see what's happening inside. And guys, if Kanye West is leaving things, guys, mind you this, please. We're not talking in comparison of that. You know what? I'll throw myself as a guinea pig here. I left working for the secular world in so many ways. I said I want to work for the kingdom. Now, I probably left in four in four years, I probably left on the table, let's call it 40,000 a year. My school, you, know, you know, fine, let's be conservative. Let's just call it 30,000 a year, right? So we have 30, 60, 90, that's 120, it's 120 grand I left on the table for four years. Um, this guy is leaving 120 grand a day, probably, on the table for what he wants to pursue, which is Jesus. Now, it looks weird, it came up weird, but how many stories in the Bible came up normal? How many? Name them, you name one, I'll say, you're right, I got you, I'll wait chances are you can't find it. Now I'm not trying to ride with him and say go out there and go go to his his church service he has every Sunday and worship with him. I'm simply saying pray for this man and intercede, why? Because if he really does have an, an actual encounter with Jesus and he is birthed in the spirit and baptized with fire, do you know how many people he can reach in a day? Did you think, did we fathom these, did we calculate these things in our religiosity and legalism? Probably not. So, you know, don't be the older brother in the Particle Son story, where the son wants to come back and claim that he has done wrong and repent, and you say, no, don't give him the fattened cap, don't give him the ring, don't give him the cloak, leave him, let him go soak in his sorrows, and, and eat his sin until the day of condemnation comes and he goes to hell and now I'll be satisfied. Guys, I won't lie to you. I had that mentality for a while too. And I'm a, I was a new believer. It's only been four years for me. But I realized we all deserved hell and we all deserved eternal separation from God. But if we do what we have to do with this body here on earth and we give our lives and serve him, we all go to heaven, those who do that. So why can't someone like him do such a thing? Hope you guys meditate on that and don't. It's not about viewing me differently or not. It's understanding that our job as Christians is that we can't be the judge, jury, and executioner. Yes, I can make a righteous judgment. Yes, I can discern through, and we need those things. Trust me. In this generation, we need those things. But if God touches someone, let him let him do his let him do his thing. That's a sibling to you. That's your sibling. Embrace him. I want to close, close out the episode with a call to pray for this month. It's a huge month. Um, I know it's so. It's also Laura and I's birthdays on the tenth and the seventeenth. Also uh, the wedding, the twenty fifth. But guys, it, it's just you know we're, we're electing to take these platforms and to give them not only for Jesus, but onto him. Like take this and just establish who we are. It's not the norm, it's not the culture, it's counterintuitive to the minds of how they think today, but you know what? We don't do it for the people. Galatians one says we don't do it for the people, we do it for God because we don't want the approval of men, only the approval of this master and commander and our Lord Jesus. So we're just hoping that this pioneering idea is going to land in the hearts of our family Laura's family my family the friends ev- all spectators even the the wait staff everyone We want everyone to get touched so join us in prayer i'm going to do my part as much as i can um this these are going to be tremendous celebrations so i'm extremely excited and also guys please leave a message leave send a voice note here through anchor you can send an email through my email account on yahoo which is reedsk at yahoo.com r u i d as in dog i a z k at yahoo.com Instagram, K underscore R U I D 17. Facebook, Kenneth Ruiz Diaz is my name there. Leave a message, reach out to me. I wanna know what you guys need, how we can formulate the next episode to come, what's the topic that's been confusing you, everything in between let me know. I love you guys so much. God bless you. Tune in to the next series we're going to do in prayer and worship here in the month of October. Guys, no Facebook Live. You got to be there to experience it. You got to be there to receive it because it's all about one-on-one with Jesus. Well, as a group, but one-on-one with him in your worship. I love you guys. God bless you. I will see you in October, the most beautiful month of the year.